Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the Thursday Night Football Showdown site between the Patriots and the Rams. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos breaking out NBA, NFL, PGA, esports, daily fantasy sports sites. Before I get into the video, I want to thank you guys again for the continued support. It is greatly appreciated on the videos, live streams, as well as on Twitter. The easiest way to support me since all the content is free is to leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos so you know when I go live. Um, apologies for not being able to live stream for Tuesday night's showdown, showdown slate, but I will be live for this one. Also, guys, NBA coming up in a couple days. Friday preseason. I'll have a video for that up soon. Also, I'll be live streaming with that. I will be live streaming for that slate. And I'm going to have a video up for how to win an NBA DFS. That'll be up on my channel very soon as well. So a lot of exciting stuff coming out soon. So make sure to... Uh, subscribe to the channel if you guys enjoy this content. Also, if you cannot watch the videos, I do upload on Apple Podcasts. The link is in the description below, which is the DKDFS show. And finally, I want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring the show. If you guys are not familiar with Prize Picks, it's a site you can bet on player props. So uh, you're betting over under on player projections. Like for example, we have Jared Goff at 19.2. Do you like the over? Do you like the under there? Uh, you can pair them for anywhere from two to five uh, bets and win up to 10x your money. So if you guys are interested in signing up, you can use the code DKDFS. That's all one word. I'll have a link in the description below as well. But yeah, DKDFS, all one word, 100% match up to $100. Uh, so if you put $100 in, $200 to play with, I think that's a pretty good deal. Uh, you can take a look at it, right? They have a good amount already posted here for the Thursday night slate. So that's it for uh, the intro. Let's get into the video. Uh, yeah, before we talk about the, you know, the players and the prices for the show on site, let's take a look at, uh, well, first, let's look back at how we did Tuesday. So Tuesday, uh, it is very important to follow me on Twitter, guys. Again, unfortunately, I wasn't able to live stream, but we got news that Des Bryant was out probably 30 minutes before lock. Uh, so gave you guys the news. You know, obviously, Miles Boykin is going to work in his number three receiver. He came in at 6% ownership at a touchdown. I know they won a, lot, a good amount of people some money. A couple people uh, took down tournaments. Uh, what, $5 into over 400 Congrats, David. And Michael, I know you've been uh, on a hot streak as well. He uh, took down, uh, I think it was the big tournament, the 500K to first, tied with a bunch of people. But yeah, $48 and 18000 It was a really good night for, for a lot of the viewers. Um, and then uh, I, I don't talk about this a lot, but you know there was when Dez got ruled out, I, I, I took a look at uh, player props because I was interested to see what, what, it, what it was going to be for Miles Boykin. Um, and they had the over under at nine and a half. I, I just felt like that was way too low, plus 110 as well, just because I knew he was going to be out there majority of the game, right? And all all you really needed was one catch. Now, all he got was one catch. He got targeted more than that. But um, yeah, it, it was a nice night for me over there as well. Uh, so yeah, that's why, again, I guess it's, it's important to hit me up or follow me on Twitter. Make sure you don't miss this breaking news. But all right, enough of that. Let's talk about this slate. And yeah, we have a 44 and a half over under. The Rams are five and a half point favorites. So let's take a look at the snap counts for each of these teams in their most recent game. So uh, last week for New England, uh, it was, you know, kind of a three-headed monster there, but that was when they won, what, 45 to nothing. Damon Harris, 49% of the snaps. Sony Michelle, 33%. James White, 28%. But I think Sony Michelle got a little bit more work there because of the blowout. If we go back one week, 
Let's go to week 12, right? That was a closer game and kind of see how the snaps were distributed. Well, it was Damien Harris, 64%, James White, 38%, and what, a couple, one snap for Sony Michelle. So uh, what, what I expect here for the Patriots is I expect Damien Harris to be the early down back, right? And I expect James White to be the pass catching back, no longer competing with Rex Burkhead. You know, I expect maybe a couple touches from Sonny Michelle, but not a ton. So that's what I'm kind of looking for uh, or expecting, I should say, for uh, this uh, for on Thursday. Wide receivers for the Patriots in the most recent game. Jacoby Myers played 84% of the snaps. Demir Bird, 78%. Demir Bird is really cheap on the slate again. We'll get to him, but he's under $1,000 for a starting receiver that's going to play a majority of the game. Um, yeah, I think that's way underpriced. Nikhil Harry's 51, he played 51% of the snaps. Uh, and then the newcomer, uh, Dante Moncrief, played 22%. Tight ends for the Patriots. Well, we know the tight ends, or, or the Patriots don't really like going to their tight ends, right? Izzo, 64% of the snaps. Keen, 34%. But uh, again, they really don't throw to them much. Running backs for, for LA, for the Rams, well, we know Cam Akers kind of took over in that last game. He played 63% of snaps. He had over 20 carries. Uh, snaps and touches went way down on Henderson and Malcolm Brown. But can we trust this? I don't know. It's Sean McVay is one of the coaches. I do not trust one bit. So, sure, it looks good for Akers, but we don't know for sure he's going to be like the bell cow back this game. So, And he's kind of priced up. I'm a little bit weary about that one. Like he, I think he is their most talented back, but I, I'm not fully or I'm not fully convinced that he is just going to be their lead guy. Wide receivers for the Rams. Well, kind of interesting last week. So Woods and Cup uh, played 75 and 65 percent of the snaps respectively. That's down from what they usually play. Normally those guys are around the 90 percent range. Jefferson played about half the game, and same with Josh Reynolds. So that was a little bit weird. Because if you go back one game. Uh, let's see. Jefferson did not play, right? It was Cup, Reynolds, Woods basically playing the entire game. And then you go back to week 11, and you, you guys can check this out yourselves, but uh, Woods, 94%, Reynolds, 90%, Cup, 72%, Jefferson, 6%. So Jefferson's like snaps kind of came out of nowhere. So can we feel confident about that? I, I mean, it does make him more viable, but I still don't fully trust McVay. He's one of those coaches. He's one of the uh, couple coaches in the NFL I just have zero trust in. Uh, tight ends for the Rams. Higby and Everett are going to be at the majority of the game. Higby, 84% of the snaps last game. Everett, 72%. Both are involved in the passing game, and both are viable, uh, cheaper options on this slate. So, that's it for, for the Vegas odds and the, and the uh, taking a look in the snap count. So now let's go to the player-by-player -player breakdown. So at the top, we have Jared Goff at 11K. Threw the ball 47 times last game against Arizona. Um, you know, that was good to see. Uh, you know, last four games, uh, pass attempts for him, 37, 51, 31, and 47 pass attempts. He's been a little bit up and down. The floor is somewhat low with Jared Goff. Uh, at, at 11K, I don't think that's a terrible price. I, I think it's about right. Um, for, for, you know, a quarterback with, uh, the Rams being five and a half point favorites. So uh, as always guys for cash games, uh, I recommend getting both quarterbacks in there. Like I did for the Tuesday night slate, right? I told you guys, well, I've, I told you to play Lamar a captain. Hopefully you guys, a lot of you guys did again. I know a lot of you did. He was over 90% owned, but I think only like 30 ish percent in, in the captains. So, um, do you, do you play Jared Goff in the captain in cash? I don't think you have to, but I definitely think I would play. Uh, or would try to get both quarterbacks in for cash. That's normally my strategy. 
And um, yeah, I think I'm gonna try to do that once again if you are playing cash games. I mean, I don't really play cash in the slate, but I know a lot of you guys do and you like the, the device for cash. So um, yeah, Goff is, is definitely someone to look to for, for safety, right? Quarterbacks we know have the highest floor uh, on these shutdown sites. Cam Newton's at 10-6. So um, frustrating part here with the Patriots, as I always say, is if they're playing from ahead, they're just not gonna throw the ball. He threw the ball 19 times. They won 45 nothing. The game against Arizona, they were playing from ahead. He threw the ball 18 times. Game against Houston, they fell behind. He threw the ball 40 times. So it's really all over the place with Cam Newton, right? If you look at his game logs and just look at the pass attempts, 19, 44, 28, 25, 15, 25, 35, 17, 40, 18, 19, right? So what you kind of need from Cam Newton if you want him to pay off the salary is I think you need the Patriots to fall behind. Now, sure, he can run one in if they're playing from ahead, and, and that's the positive of Cam Newton is the rushing upside, right? Last couple games, 46, 48 yards in the ground. Two touchdowns in the ground last game, too. So he has that type of ability. Um, so I, I do like Cam Newton, but uh, there is some risk involved, right? Because the Patriots, if they do get off to an early lead, it's going to be a heavy dose of the ground game. Now, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods at 9.6 and 9.2K. Um, I like them both. I like them both a good amount. If you're not playing both quarterbacks, you know you can look to get both Cup and Woods uh, in the same lineup together just because both these guys ha- have a pretty high floor. I know a couple four games here from Cup and Woods, but um, you know normally they're guys you can expect double-digit fantasy points and have upside for 25 to 30 fantasy points. <laughs> Uh, what you're going to get at a Cooper Cup is, you know, a, a high volume target share, right? Last four games, 7, 13, 5, and 9 targets. So averaging, what, about 9 nine targets a game. He had that crazy 20 target game against Miami. So when him and Woods are priced about the same, I usually give the edge to Cup. But we've seen Cup a lot higher owned than Woods, right? If you, if you just look at the main slate last week, right? Cup and Woods are basically identical prices. And Cup was the absolute shock, whereas Woods was way, way under owned. So if that's going to be the same case for this slate, if Robert Woods is going to be like half the ownership of Cooper Cup, then you're going to want to take the lower owned guy in Robert Woods, right? Both have upside. Um, Woods last three games, 15, 12, and 11 targets. So it's not like he doesn't possess upside. 33, 15, and 18 fans points. It always just seems Cup comes in a little higher ownership. I do like both. Um, I think you can play both if you want to. Um, and, and those are the two wide receivers I have the most confidence in in this slate with Cup and Woods. Damian Harris at 8.8K, so not as excited about this play. The reason being, no involvement in the passing game. Uh, that's James White's role. And I still think Sony Michelle will probably get a couple touches. So what you kind of need from Damian Harris here is you need the Patriots to be playing from ahead or you need uh, for him to, to get a couple touchdowns. At 8.8, I mean, it just feels a little bit too much. So... Yeah, right now, he's just more of a contrarian play at that price point. Also, again, the matchup against the Rams is, is terrible, right? Rams really stout against the run. So Damon Harris is someone that I'm probably not going to get to. Again, I only play one lineup on these slates, but um, yeah, I'm not as excited there. Cam Makers at 8K. Again, I'm going to pump the brakes here. I know he had over 20 carries, and that was the first time we've really seen a Rams back get a, a you know the bell cow type role, right? Uh, but they still have Henderson. They still have Brown. They're healthy. And we've seen this before with the Rams, right? We saw it, I think, one of these games early on, Cam Akers was fully healthy. They said they were going to give him more touches after, I think, he had nine carries. And then he came out and didn't play. So, like, 
there's no guarantee he's going to get anywhere close to 21 rush attempts. It is good to see, but like I said, I, I'm, I'm a little bit hesitant here just because it's McVay and it's really hard to trust him. Um, and at 8, 8K, if they go back to like a three-way, a pretty even three-way split, then that's just way too pricey for a guy like Cam Akers. Henderson at 7-4, in my opinion, that's just way too expensive for a guy that the snaps went way down on, only had three carries last game. Um, yeah, it just there's no way, personally, I'm going to Henderson at that price. Jacoby Myers at 6-8, so not looking like uh, Edelman's going to come back for this game, right? They still said uh, a couple weeks, and that was a few days ago. So do not expect Edelman to play in this one. So Jacoby Myers still should be their number one receiver, but again, they just they haven't been throwing the ball. Now, in games that they fall behind, again, that's that's where I think Myers has some upside. So I think he's he's a fine play at this price point, but what we kind of need Jacoby Myers is I think you need them to, to fall behind. If the Rams get off to an early lead, say the Rams start this game off 14-0, then you could see, realistically, see a pretty big upside game from either Cam or Jacoby Myers or both. So, yeah, like them, uh, but I do prefer the price on Bird. We'll talk about him. Bird is, you know, their number two receiver, and he's under $1,000. I just think that's a misprice on DraftKings' part. James White at 6'4", so again, not as excited here. Like, I would rather play James White than Damian Harris just because he's their pass-catching back, and this is a game, you know, they're five-and-a-half-point dogs. You would assume they're probably going to be playing from behind, but you never know. Uh, so if I'm going to play Patriots back, it's going to be White over Damian Harris, but really, at their respective prices, they're still just, like, over both are overpriced, especially Damian Harris. Like, James White is still overpriced. I could see him getting you there if they do fall behind, right? Because he will be uh, utilized a good amount if they do. So yeah, White's in play, but again, I think he's a little bit pricey as well. Josh Rounds at 5'6", so it's concerning. The snaps went way down in him that last game, right? He was a guy 80, 90% of the snaps uh, basically playing this year. And then if we look at the last game, right? Only 46%. Van Jefferson actually out-snapped him. So that's, again, not great to see for a guy at 5'6". Now, th- could things change? Could they go back to just, like, the three wide receivers and Van Jefferson plays very little? They could. Uh, but, again, I'm still, like, Reynolds is a guy that I'm not as excited about either. Now, if Higby at 5K, Everett at 3'4". Once again, I'm going to prefer Everett, right? Both guys, both tight ends will play a good amount. Both are targeted, or both will be targeted a good amount. But we have Everett for, what, $1,600 cheaper? I'll take the discount on Everett. Um, right, both guys have been getting a healthy amount of targets and three, four price for Everett, five K price for Higby. Again, that's just a price point thing. Now, I do think, again, if you're taking ownership in consideration, right, that uh, Gerald Everett will be higher owned because he's cheaper. So, if you want to take that into consideration and, and try to get a little bit contrarian, I think Higby will come in a little bit lower owned. But if we're talking optimal plays, right, I would rather have Everett than Higby for the discount. Now, Sony Michelle's at 4-8. I know he had 10 carries at last game, but do I trust him to be a regular part of this rotation? Not necessarily, right? Because his first game back, what, he had like one snap. This game, he did have 10 carries, but they were they won 45 to nothing. So I'm not fully convinced that Sony Michelle is going to be a, a major piece in this offense. He is the cheapest of the bunch, but yeah, really all, all the Patriots bats – all the Patriots backs, in my opinion, are overpriced. If I had to pick one, it would be James White at his current price. 
Now with the defenses, we have the Rams at 4-4, Patriots at 4-2. A little bit more viable, right? We've seen some outrageous prices on these shutdown sites, some defenses over like 7K. 4-4 um, is, is definitely doable. Uh, Patriots as an offense, again, they're, they're very up and down. Rams defense has been really solid. Uh, if you just look at the last four games, 15, 5, 15, and 11 fancy points. So, yes, they're in consideration. Am I going to play them? For, for my one single lineup, probably not, but they're definitely uh, more in play. And same thing with the Patriots, right? Patriots defense has been pretty solid. Now, 31 fancy points, that's more of an outlier. But um, yeah, this Rams offense is also like a little bit up and down. So you can consider both defenses. For me, I think the Rams are probably the better play if, I'm, if you're going to make me pick one of those defenses. But both, yeah, at 4-4 four, four, and 4-2, four, they're not out of play. With the kickers, yeah, no real strong take here in the kickers, to be honest. Um so 4K, 3.8K are, are fair enough prices. We know kickers can have upside, right? We've seen kickers get to like 15 fancy points. And we talked about Gerald Everett. I would prefer him to Higby. Now, Van Jefferson Jr. is at 2.6. So do you trust McVay? Again, I don't. So it's good to see that he played like half the game the last game, but will that happen again for this game? Not fully convinced either. Now, he's cheaper, right? He's at 2-6. I would rather take a shot in a guy like Van Jefferson than a guy like Cam Akers, right? Because Cam Akers is, what, 8K. Van Jefferson's at 2-6. So if things go wrong and he only plays, like, what, 20% of the snaps, he could probably still get you there at this price. Whereas Cam Akers, if it goes to like a three, pretty even three-way split for the Rams running backs, there's, there's like, very, very little chance he's going to get you there. Malcolm Brown's at 2-4. So... Um, again, snaps went way down in him the last game. He played the least out of the bunch. If we go to the Rams and the running backs, he played 16%. Now, he's been you know, their pass-catching back. I guess they're not really targeting the backs a ton out of the backfield, but he's the guy that has had the most success um, you know, with catching the football. Did have one catch for 30 yards that last game. At 2-4, I think he's fine, but not really someone I'm, I'm prioritizing on this slate. The kill here is at 1.8K. So he was utilized as the number three receiver here for the Patriots. If we go to the Patriots and the wide receivers, again, uh, Myers 84%, Bird 78%, Harry 51% the last game. So, yeah, I think, you know, he's he had that game early against Seattle at eight catches and 12 targets. He's been a little bit banged up this year. He's working as the number three receiver at 1.8. I think it's doable, but I th- I would prefer the price on Bird for, for, a, for a little bit less. Izzo's at 1-4. He was listed as a limited uh, participant in practice. Yeah, the Patriots, they just don't really go to their tight end. So if you want to take a dart throw on him, fine. But he'll probably only have like one one or two targets, and you really need him to score. So, yeah, Demir Bird at $800. I just think that's way too cheap right? for a guy that is going to be at the majority of the game. Sure, he only had two catches and three targets the last game, but they didn't have to throw the ball. Now, previous games, nine, seven, eight targets. So, yeah, at $800, he's the best value on the slate. So, yeah, I just think DraftKings, that is just a mispricing for sure. Um, Dante Moncrief has worked as the number four receiver. Don't expect a ton from him at $600. I would much prefer Bird at a similar price. Don't play Isaiah Ford. He is no longer uh, on the team. So, um, and then I think that's really it. Like Dalton Keene is their backup tight end. 
But really, again, Patriots, they just, they, they're not looking to the tight ends at all in the passing game. Again, we know Burkhead's on the IR. That's why it makes White more viable. So that's really it for the player-by-player breakdown, guys. So let's talk about cash games again. And for cash, I think my strategy would be, uh, you know, probably try to get both quarterbacks and one of those top receivers with, with Copperwood. So with the captain, I think, you can go a couple, I think you can go a couple different ways. I think you can go either quarterback or I think you can go one of, of Copperwood's. So however you want to play it, right? So say you want to go Cooper Cup in the captain. And then I think, again, I would play both quarterbacks. That leaves you 4.6 here remaining. There's enough value we've, we've gone over. So that's the strategy for cash for me, right? I would play both the quarterbacks plus one of the top receivers uh, and then go value from there. And um, for GPPs, we know, again, 75% of the time or so, the winning lineup has either a running back or a wide receiver in it. So Guys I'm considering in the captain for GPPs. Well, I'm still considering Cam in the captain for GPPs, like I said with Lamar last video, right, because of the rushing upside. So Cam is a guy that I think you can go to in the captain spot because of his rushing ability, right? We could see him run in a couple scores. And if that's the case, you're probably going to need him in captain. Uh, So, yeah, Cam is definitely someone I'm looking to. Obviously, Cup and Woods. Like, those are the two guys. Cam plus Cup and Woods are the guys I feel the most comfortable with at captain. Uh, but if you want to get contrarian, there is a couple different ways I think you can go. With the Rams running backs, again, I'm not fully convinced Cam Akers is going to be the guy, so I'm probably going to stay away there. Myers is someone you can look to uh, at, you know, he's, it would be 10-2 in the captain, I believe, what, 6-8 in the flex. I think he's fine, but what, what you kind of need there is the Patriots to fall behind. You know, I guess you can consider James White in the captain just because his PPR ability, but there's really not a ton, like, with Higby and Everett, that's probably a little bit like I don't think I get to either of them in the captain. You can make the argument here for Demir Bird in the captain because he's a guy that has flashed some upside, right? He's had games, a couple games, uh, close to 100 yards, like 72 yards, 80 yards. He had the game 132 yards. So, again, $800. That, that would open up. So, I think you can make the argument to play Demir Bird in the captain. If you do do that, that leaves you 9.7K remaining. From there, you can just jam in whoever else you want. So you go golf, you go cam, you can go cop and woods, right? And then 8.4K mini. So you can literally get whoever you want into your lineup if you play Demir Bird, the captain. That is one option. Uh, but yeah, I think for optimal lineups, guys, it would be um, one of either golf or Newton or, or cup or woods that I would go to. And again, for cash games, I would play both quarterbacks and I would play one of cup and wood and or woods. Um, but I think that's going to wrap it up for the video today, guys. So if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I'd really appreciate it. If you leave the like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos. You don't want to go live again. I will be live streaming 30 minutes before lock on my YouTube channel on Thursday. So make sure to check out the live stream guys. We'll go over all the breaking news if there is any, uh, and then, you know, talk about more bills as well and answer all your guys' questions. Again, guys, a ton of exciting stuff coming up here with, uh, NBA preseason on Friday. Um, so super, super excited. Make sure uh, to hit that subscribe button if you uh, do enjoy the content. But thanks again. I hope you guys all have a great day and I will see you all later.